Welcome to In What Artworks On Air, where we shine a light on local musicians, filmmakers, writers, and artists of all stripes that make their home in the neighborhood of Inwood in New York City. I'm Aaron Sims. And I'm Jonathan Bell. And this is Live and Local. So on Live and Local, we meet Inwood musicians. We talk about music, and best of all, we get to hear them perform live. So who do we welcome today, Jonathan? I'm really excited to have with us today singer-songwriter Kevin Delaney. Kevin's a veteran of New York's post-punk and singer-songwriter scenes, but these days he writes and records, in his own words, quote, on a solitary iMac in the wilds of northern Manhattan, end quote. (laughs) Kevin sings, he plays acoustic and electric guitars, mandolin, bass, and harmonica. He even fakes it on the keyboards, as he puts it. He's recorded two albums, Pause for Effect and Himalayan Moon, which Smother Magazine called, quote, excellent stirring, a must-have, and compelling, end quote. Kevin's music is influenced by many of the usual suspects and a few unusual ones as well. We are sure happy to welcome him today to Live and Local. And without further ado, here he is, Kevin Delaney. Thank you, Aaron. This is a song that was written mostly about 35,000 feet above Greenland as the sun was coming up over the glaciers. If you can't get a song out of that, I don't know. Called Good Is Gone. Forever ago, I followed a rainbow On a journey I could no longer forgo Every road leads somewhere Where it went, I didn't care Nowhere, somewhere When there's nothing to compare Blink And you'll miss me I'm as good as gone Blink And you'll miss me Cause I'm good as gone Clouds on the horizon to kind of ghostly hue. I spread my wings and off I flew. Never thought it'd be so loud. Rising above the clouds as the lights of home pass far from my view. Blink and you'll miss me. I'm as good as gone. To the quiet corners As you flee The noise at borders Outrun The fleeting feeling Life could pass you by
and you'll miss me I'm as good as gone Blink and you'll miss me Cause I'm good as gone All right, this is a song inspired by my theory that, theory from long ago when I came up with such theories, that if you're calling in sick and you're not really sick, you should always do two days instead of one because nobody believes you the first time. So being a hardworking fellow steeped in Judeo-Christian work ethic, I never actually tried out the theory, except for once a long time ago. This is called Two Phony Sick Days. Hold up forever, or at least for two days, and draw down the curtains and the crazy world's way. We'll call in a sick day Better yet too And I'll feel for a moment I'll always have you 48 hours In our dimly lit tower Two phony sick days With you to hide away Cover the hourglass And hold off decisions And I'll hold you so tight The first rays of morning light And the countdown resumes And it's all over too soon Epic moment fades We're pulled in our separate ways 48 hours are all that matters Two phony sick days with you to hide away Once the dream spell is broken The outside world rushes back After the first harsh words are spoken Remember the time when we had it all For two phony sick days Forty-eight hours in a dimly lit tower. Two phony sick days with you to hide away. Hold up forever, or at least for two days, and draw down the curtain. On the crazy world's ways 
Well, thank you so much, Kevin, for first off, for being here. And My can pleasure. you tell us the names of the songs you just played? Yeah, the first one was Good Is Gone. And the second one was a more recent one. Might even be making its debut tonight. Two Phony Sick Days. Wow. And so in the vein of making debuts, does the story come before the song or does the song come before the story? Oh, the story, story goes way back. <laughs> Yeah, I've, like I said, I have a bit of a, you know, Judeo-Christian work ethic thing going. Mm -hmm. So this, you know, phony sick day thing doesn't really apply too much. But yes, there was a time, good while back, with with my wife, actually, when we first met. And uh, both cold and sick two days. (laughs) And years later. I got a song out of it. There you go. Yeah. Absolutely. Very cool. Yeah. Well, Kevin, my associations, which aren't expert. Mm Mm-hmm. When it comes to post-punk, what comes to mind? What comes to mind? <laughs> it's just, not what I just played. It was no, not well, that. <laughs> well, that's what I'm kind of like interested in yeah. because knowing you as I do uh, as a friend around the yeah, world, of course, you have a really quick, sharp, and acerbic wit. Always good-natured. Hopefully, but you are also extremely, at least in the music for me, a romantic at heart. That's what it sounds. That's what really comes through to me, yeah. and very poetic. And, um, you know, lines like back, if we can remember, I'm paraphrasing, mm-hmm. can we remember or do you remember back when we had it all? Yeah. Two phony sick days. And yeah. then into the sort of the light kind of quirky remark, but always anchored both songs, in my opinion, on like sentimental in the best sense of that word. Mm. So I was wondering if you could comment. Yeah, I'd be happy to comment about that because it's actually a very good question. You know, it is something that I kind of strive for. It's a it's a fine line between, you know, getting across a real emotion and just being schmaltzy and sentimental, as you say. And uh, I did, you know, I, I played all kinds of music over the years. I played bass in bands. I played guitars guitar in bands and uh you know the whole post-punk thing was very exciting and it was great to play bass because at the time long guitar solos were suddenly kind of uncool so the bass was like a big part of the sound and you could really kind of drive the band and do kind of more melodic stuff on the bass so that was kind of a really exciting time to play bass and i played all those legendary rock clubs small but legendary like cbgb's and tracks and maxwell's and a lot of those places that sadly are no longer in New York. And then, you know, I always liked a lot of different kinds of music and I just, I just can't stand being limited, you know, like I only like jazz. I only like bluegrass. I only listen to, you know, hardcore punk music, you know, and it's all good, man. And if it, if it, you know, as Elvis said, it either moves me or it don't. And it all comes down to that. I don't care what kind of music it is, but, you know, I always loved acoustic music and I always really admired the great, songwriters you know as you said the usual suspects but you know dylan and neil young and you know leonard cohen and joni mitchell it's just so many i'm of course the beatles were huge for me the birds a lot of those bands they all had such a great sense of melody and you know i continue to steal beetle chords there were the astute listener might have noticed i stole a few beetle chords in the bridge of that last song um, It'll be on Wikipedia sometime later this yeah, week. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the, the lawyers will, Paul's lawyers will, will will track me now, but he probably stole them from an old show tune or something. Everybody steals from everybody. It's and uh, But uh, yeah, it is that fine line between, uh, you know, I really do try to get a real emotion across, and but not going across that line into just 
right. tacky or schmalsy. That's right. Did well, that I, answer your question? I feel like you <laughs> negotiate that line very well. Well, thank you. Yeah. I try. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, another thing about songwriting, you mm-hmm. you know, you, you're creative guys and you know, like, you know, you kind of throw a lot of spaghetti up at the wall. Some of it sticks, some of, some of it doesn't. Right. And, you know, you got to write some bad songs to get to some good ones. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I just keep writing stuff down all the time and stumbling onto chord changes I like. Right. Well, these were two good ones. Thank you. Absolutely. So what is the path from the downtown post-punk scene to the evergreen northern fields <laughs> of northern Manhattan? The wilds of northern pastoral Manhattan. <laughs> exactly. Ha- Posh yeah. Tony. Yeah. I, I call it upper, upper, upper Manhattan, but I also call it the lower, lower, lower Hudson Valley. Uh, they kind of merge exactly. in Inwood. It's a very creative neighborhood, yeah. as you guys know. I mean, hell, you you two guys live there. Say no more. We do. And, uh, you know, there's just so many artists and musicians and writers. And, you know, even the dog walkers are all creative. The dogs are creative in the neighborhood, you know? <laughs> and they love music. <laughs> they do. Yeah. Well, what kind of impact, uh, if any, have your years in Inwood had on your songwriting itself? Well, it's... Probably it's a lot of things, but it's uh, it, it's two things really. You know, as I said, it, it it's the whole the plethora of artists of all kinds. Just being in that creative atmosphere mm-hmm. is so great. Even just you know having a coffee in the cafe with yes. the water view and just so many people talking about it, arts of all kinds. If I can interject, and, yeah, sure. I just a little tidbit here. Uh, it's not unusual for me to see you taking your walk. Through the splendors of Inwood Hill, and it, in you know, in my estimation, you're off somewhere coming up with a new tune. So it's like for me, at least, as an aside, the green space in Inwood is a place for me that I go to to like kind of remember a tune that's percolating. So. You took the words out of my mouth because that's it's the artist, but it's also the nature. You know, right. I, I I have a great team of colleagues scattered around the country I work with. Um, I work as a writer for a technology company, actually, a very creative team. But they always laugh when I talk about being in Manhattan. I saw a harbor seal last <laughs> night. I, there's a wild turkey. The coyotes are coming. And the peregrine falcons are here. And the herons. And, you know, it's, it's not what anyone thinks about Manhattan right. when, uh, you know, people think it's, it's Midtown. It's 34th Street. It's 59th Street. It's Times Square. But... We're, we're kind of lucky that way. We get the both, best of both worlds. And as you said, and I think all the artists who live up there would say, it's very inspiring. You know, yeah. I find the nature and the quiet, you know, I tend to get up very early. I do a lot of my writing then. And, you know, just walking around through the woods, we have actual virgin forests where the Native Americans used to live in the caves and all. Okay. You know, it's just very inspiring. So many artists have been inspired by nature. It's nothing mm-hmm. unique to us, mm-hmm. but... We do it in Manhattan, which I suppose is unique. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. And so, Kevin, you said earlier you have such a wide, vast array of influences. So where are you going now with your writing? And what can we expect from you with your songwriting in the future, given the variety of your influences, like the, the next Kevin Delaney album <laughs> uh, or projects? Uh, where, where, where's your kind of like your, your groove right now? Well... I'm always writing, you know, I'm always writing down ideas. I love, there's a great quote from Joni Mitchell. If you didn't write it down, it didn't happen. So you need a secretary. Yeah. Well, I have a phone, you know, you used to have a notepad. Now I have a phone. So I'm always writing ideas down and I always have another song percolating on the horizon, but I am definitely looking to do another album this year. Hmm. 
I, I do a, a lot of my recording on my own. I love doing that, you know, on my iMac, as you said, and playing all the instruments. But, you know, I could use a little adult supervision to take it to the next level. So definitely looking to, uh, to do that in the next year. Well, Kevin, what are you going to play for us next? I have a song uh, which, funny you should ask, I wrote early one morning walking around the, uh, the, through the trees in Inwood, uh, very early one morning, and I was thinking about immigrants. And, you know, every American family almost has an immigrant story. So often, you know, uh, when you think about the old days, 100 years ago, a lot of those people who came to America, they gathered their life savings and they got on a boat and they came to America, a place like Enwood half the time or any other, you know, immigrant neighborhoods. And they never saw their homeland again. You know, it wasn't like you could just hop on a cheap flight from Norwegian Air or something and fly back. So I kind of imagined a young woman in her village and she's looking at the river going through the town and... Um, She's um, thinking about how that river leads to the docks where the boats are. And, uh, you know, maybe the years are going by and she's in Ireland or Italy or England or Germany or Ukraine somewhere. And, you know, she's looking at that river and maybe that opportunity mm-hmm. to go yeah. is closing. But it's such an epic decision. I can't imagine what it must have been like to make that decision. And, of course, you know, it's not just 100 years ago. There's people migrating all over the world, into Europe and America and all kinds of places. And it's really, some of them are coming by boat in terrible conditions and they're leaving everything behind and they'll probably never see their homeland again. So it's a real collective saga in the past and the present. It's a long preamble to a song called River Road that Mm. I'm going to do. And then (laughs) following that? Oh, then I'm going to do a song called The Brightest Satellite. Well, thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, guys. It's been a pleasure chatting. Thanks thank so much for, for having me. Here. You bet. Once again, Kevin Delaney. Where do the years go? Once they felt so slow. How do they race away? A year feels like a day Another winter twilight The world still turns and the ice flows melt The swelling waters rise Over the banks where you once knelt Are you the same girl that you used to be? When you walk that river road and face the memories, feel like the same girl, but you're not. Walk in the town Where your path was set The cobblestones Never let you forget Haunted by ancient lies Can you run from the unbroken ties? Let the waters guide the way 
river leads to a brand new day are you the same girl that you used to be when you walked that river road and face the memories feel like the same girl but you're not Follow the river road Down to the Keys Where the boats are waiting Take you across the sea The lighthouse is calling From the rocks outside the bay Heal your memories behind And sail far, far, far away things seem a little dark it's good to remember you can always kind of generate your own light this is called the brightest satellite underground alone in the pitch dark night Hanging from sight, guided by candlelight. Now the dark is in the open. Ties that bind us are unbroken. Bring our light to bear in the darkest night. Illuminate the starless sky And be the brightest satellite And be the brightest satellite We'll thank our enemies for the walls that kept us so low The gift of cunning they never meant to bestow No more silence in the face of loss No more exile from the cost Bring our light to bear 
darkest night Illuminate the starless sky Be the brightest satellite Be the brightest satellite Sleeping up a storm That'll break down walls free form Haunting the shadows ghost-like Poised for action with the first lightning strike Kevin, that was great. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Wonderful performance. Pleasure being here. Always great to have you. Yeah, yeah. Very great. So where can our listeners go to hear more of your music, catch a show, or maybe purchase some tunes? Well, I have the two aforementioned albums, Himalayan Moon, which was produced by Garius Hill, and uh, another album called Pause for Effect. And uh, they're available on all sorts of fine online sources like Amazon and Apple Music and CD Baby, I believe still has uh, some of the old CDs in stock. And uh, I have a SoundCloud page, Kevin T. Delaney, uh, which is my middle name because the world is uh, just crawling with Kevin Delaney's. They're all either singer, songwriters, or journalists. The writers, the other thing that I do. <laughs> Yeah, I have uh, a SoundCloud page, which is a lot of my music that I record on my own. Again, uh, planning another album this year, so we'll keep you posted. Okay. Awesome. Thanks again, Kevin. It's been a pleasure, guys. Absolutely. Yeah. Listeners, we'll have those links up for you on uh, Inwood Artworks On Air's website uh, and at inwoodartworks.nyc. Uh, we want to thank Kevin Delaney again for joining us here on this episode of Live and Local for Inwood Artworks On Air. We showcase the musicians that make their home in or around Inwood, New York City. So be sure to follow us at Inwood Artworks on our social media channels and on our website, again, at inwoodartworks.nyc on the web to keep up with all we do, including other programs such as our Filmworks programs, the Inwood Film Festival and Filmworks Al Fresco, our Artworks programs, which includes curated pop-up art galleries, live performance 
performances, and a lot more coming up. Also stay tuned for more editions of the season of Live and Local. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm Aaron Sims. And I'm Jonathan Bell. For Inwood Artworks On Air. Thanks for listening to this live and local episode of Inwood Artworks On Air. If you have a moment, please show some love right now for this podcast and for the musicians, artists, filmmakers, writers of Inwood by reviewing Inwood Artworks On Air on iTunes. It really helps and we really appreciate it. So thanks. Be sure to also check out our Artist Spotlight series, where we tell the stories of Inwood artists and its creators. In the meantime, stay tuned for more live and local programs, released monthly from Inwood Artworks.